thank you so much for tuning in to near-death experiences and with me today i have jane mo and she's going to be talking about her latest book the vision of heaven welcome jane to my show thank you thank you so much for um being with me today i had you on when i was on la talk radio and uh that was many years ago on your first book but uh, you wrote the second one. And before we get into the book, tell us a little bit about your experience with near-death ex- your experience. My experience with a near-death, with my near-death experience? Yes. Okay. So I had major surgery, and I actually died on the operating table. All of a sudden, I was up in the air going through the light. And seeing myself down below, like two people, and yet I knew it was me. And I I couldn't figure out, wait, why am I down there and up here? And all of a sudden, I knew. And And I turned around, and there was a man standing there. And the man said, hi, Jane, I'm your husband's father. Welcome to heaven. And I said, are you God? And he said, no. And he told me that God had brought me to heaven so that I could learn a message and then bring it back Mm -hmm. and share it with the world. And so that's what I'm doing. Wow. And how long was your experience? Did it, was it like three minutes or longer? It was, I was actually did three and a half minutes, but it seemed like three years. Because so much happened. I saw Jesus. Jesus took me into the room where pre-mortal life, when he talks to you about what life you're going to have when you come to earth. He talks about the advantages and the disadvantages of different lifestyles. Mm -hmm. And then I saw, and then I went back and I saw Richard's dad, who we call uh, Kim, when I saw, when I went back to, to see him, he said, "Would you like to see something really amazing?" And I and I said, "What? This isn't already amazing." He said, "Oh no, I'm going to open this door, and inside this door is heaven. But I'm only going to open it like an inch because you're not ready to see everything that heaven has to offer." And he turned to this door, and this door was gold, but not gold like you and I see gold. It was like dancing and glittering and ebbing and speaking, and there was music. And he opened the door, and all of a sudden, out of this door came the most unbelievable feeling of love. It was like a thousand times anything you could imagine. It went into every pore. I felt cherished and loved, and I really didn't understand yet where it was coming from. I looked at Richard's dad, and all of a sudden I understood Mm -hmm. it's coming from heaven. Mm -hmm. So he pointed inside the door, and I looked, and I could see billions of people walking around.
member of the LDS church, so I had no idea what eternal families meant. But all of a sudden, it became very clear that if you're a good person, you endure to the end, Mm -hmm. you can spend eternity with your loved ones. Mm -hmm. I looked at Kim, and all of a sudden, he pointed, and he said, look at that. Mm -hmm. And I could see Jesus in the middle of heaven holding children. And he would hold one at a time, and yet all of them at the same time, which could only happen in heaven. And he would talk to them all at the same time, listen to them, put them on his lap, stroke their hair, beard, (laughs) just like kids are here. Mm -hmm. And I turned to him and I said, I want to go in there. I want to be in heaven. He Mm -hmm. said, no, Jesus told you you had to go back. So I'm going to send you back now. But I want you to know that Richard is also receiving a gift. And so that he understands and knows that you really saw me. I'm going to tell you some details about my life that there's no way you could know these details unless you actually saw me. So he told me things like where he was born, um, where he grew up. He was born in the Philippines, grew up in Hawaii, didn't like to wear shoes when he did have to. Where she was when he came to the mainland, he wouldn't tie them up. Those details that when I told Richard, mm-hmm. he started crying. He knew I'd seen his dad. Wow. And would have you never met your his dad here on earth, right? No, he'd been dead for 40 years. Mm-hmm. So when I came out of surgery and I looked up at my husband and I said, I saw your dad. And he started laughing and he leaned over and he said, Jane, yeah, couldn't have seen my dad. My dad is dead. He died over 40 years ago. Wow. And I looked at him. I said, did you see him? I saw him in heaven. And he told me the following details. So you would know I really saw him. Mm-hmm. So I clicked him up. There were like 10 of them. My husband started crying. And this nurse comes over and she says, are you okay? Is everything okay? And Richard said, Jane saw my dad. She really saw him. And the nurse said, yeah. There's strange things like that a lot of times when people come out of surgery. It's really <laughs> weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not weird at all. And he asked me to tell him more. So I told him about Jesus and children and the waterfalls and the gardens and uh-huh. how heaven is everything you would want it to be. And everybody's heaven is tailor-made to what they think is Mm-hmm. paradise mm-hmm. for example I love horses and I like to ride horses and I like to go water skiing and those are the kinds of things you can do in heaven but you might like to go snow skiing or race car driving mm-hmm. all those things you can do in paradise oh and eat as much food as you want and not gain any weight no that's no that's like <laughs> I can eat all the ice cream I want I'm an ice cream person yep wouldn't that be heaven <laughs> yeah, that would be, yes. that would be heaven. Yes. But why yes. is it? Did they, has anybody ever explained that? Is it because we just don't well, have a body or we're just in spirit? Where's all this? Yeah. No. Did you get to go ride any horses? 
or anything? Um, I actually saw them racing around in these race cars. I saw ice cream alley and every lane like swimming every lane had a different flavor of ice cream mm-hmm. and then they'd stop and pick a, a topping up um richard's mom liked to ice skate his dad liked to swim mm-hmm. so they would have like a split lake one half was frozen the other half was was warm and beautiful he would fish and she would ice skate no, really? Yes, isn't that heaven? Mm-hmm. But what if you dreamed of ice skating, but you never learned it here on Earth? Can you still ice skate? You think? Say that again. Say that you didn't know how to ice skate, but you always dreamed of ice skating. Yep. You can do it? Yep. And uh, what about pets? Have you seen any animals? Absolutely. I saw Richard's first time I was there I saw Richard's dog his dog called uh, his dog's name was Barney mm-hmm. and I learned that I learned all about his dog how he got the dog how he went and picked it out from a kennel how the dog pooped in his lap on the way home <laughs> <laughs> yes and, and yes and and then also I've seen okay so when after I came home from the hospital the next day I had I had this dream and you know you're dreaming so okay. I saw Kim again mm-hmm. in my dream, Richard's dad. Mm-hmm. And then he said, Do you remember me? And I said, Yes, I wanted to go to heaven with you and he said, I told you you remember. And this is Richard's grandfather, Kilmer Oscar Mouse Senior. Uh-huh. And here's Richard's mother. So you got to see family. Have you ever seen children children before they come to Earth or anything like that? Or I haven't seen them before they come to Earth. But um, if if children die prematurely, like uh, an abortion or a miscarriage or a stillbirth, mm-hmm. I, I have seen that that they are actually whole people and they go to heaven too. As a matter of fact, I met one time in one of my dreams. I, I, uh, there's this girl that came up to me and she said, hi, Jane, do you know who I am? And I said, no. She said, I'm your Aunt Carol. And I said, no, I don't have an Aunt Carol. And she said, yes, you do. I'm your dad's little sister. He doesn't have a little sister, I told her. And she said, I actually was stillborn, uh-huh. but I saw everything that your dad was doing. I saw him crying outside the the delivery room because he wanted to come in. Uh-huh. I want you to tell him that babies go to heaven. They don't die. They don't go to hell if they're not baptized. Uh-huh. And when he comes to heaven, he can hold me all he wants. I called my dad and I said, Dad, why didn't you ever tell me you have a sister named Carol? And my dad said, how could you possibly know that? She, we don't talk about her. We only named her Carol so we could bury her in the cemetery. And she's dead. And I said, no, Dad. She lives. And I told him the whole story about what he was doing, you know, when she was stillborn. Mm-hmm. My dad hung up on me. But he called me back later and he said, you're absolutely correct. And that was the first time he started accepting my gift. Wow. Well, it, it probably put him in shock. You know what I mean? Why he hung up? You know, 
it was just like yeah how could that no, possibly be no. you? Yeah. yeah how could that ever happen and uh that sounds really amazing but these are full-grown children i mean human beings are not children anymore well her parents her parents died when they got there they raised her as from the from the time that she left them from the stillborn and and then of course by that time by the time i met her she was an adult oh so the children how old are is everybody you know what's their age i saw i saw every age i saw babies that you could tell they were an embryo uh-huh. i saw babies that maybe were two three months old uh-huh. and then i saw full grown children living with their parents that that got to be re- reunited with them when they went to heaven mm-hmm. and uh that is so cool and they have the color of their hair they have what are they wearing are they wearing white or clothing or what are they what's everybody well, wearing if you went to heaven wouldn't you want to wear the most gorgeous clothes you could <laughs> yes and have your hair and makeup always look perfect <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes you can do that if you want to really mm-hmm. is... i mean what, what do you if you were to say Oh my gosh, I died and went to heaven over this ice cream. Or, oh my gosh, I'm in Hawaii and this is just heaven. Uh huh. Isn't that what you would like heaven to be? That would be like, that's interesting. And what is the water and the ocean like? If when you see that, you always see that? perfect. Always perfect. Um, Richard's dad liked to surf. The surf would always be perfect. The waves would be perfect. Water would be perfect. Um, he wouldn't taste salt. He could catch a wave every time, mm-hmm. and he loved it. Wow! And, and he, his dad, actually preferred to be younger than his mom. His his dad, his dad, liked to be like a surfer, tan, twenty five years old, uh-huh. and that's what he looked like. Richard's mom preferred to be a little more mature, maybe ten years older. But she was beautiful. Hmm. And everybody looked nice. And I was concerned about about the you said something about the animals. Now you get to you get to see your pets and and every other creature thing, you know. You know, what kind of a heavenly father would we have if it gave us beautiful, wonderful animals here on earth? Uh-huh. To love and cherish and treat his children, only to take them away when they die. Uh-huh. He doesn't do that. He keeps them for you. Wow. And uh, so, have you seen angels or or anything like that? Or there's something I want. Well, have you seen? I, have you seen like the prophets of old that you know that are in the Bible? Things like that. No. No, but but when I study the scriptures and I see like Uncle Nephi and cousin uh, Uncle Lehi and cousin Nephi, for example, I can feel them when I'm reading the Bible, and I actually see what happened through their eyes. Hmm. And um, um, okay, that, that that's really good to know. And 
But did you see any members of your family, your immediate family, your friends and playmates? Yes. 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 I saw my horses. I saw my dogs. I saw my cats that died. I saw my chicken. I told you about Aunt Carol. I also met um, other ancestors, like my great-grandma, my great-great-grandma, and I got to know them. And they would tell me stories about when they were growing up. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Details that I could never have known. And I would actually, Richard would come back. Richard always had to research everything in the beginning because it was, I mean, people were telling me that I'm crazy. You can't possibly know what happens when you die. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I saw his family in the beginning mm-hmm. and I would tell him stories and he'd say, yes, that happened when I Boy, yes, that happened. Yes, that happened. And then something that he he would disagree with me, like where his his grandma died. I told him that she died in Ohio, and he said, "No, she lived in Hawaii her whole life." And I said, "Nope, she died in Ohio." Well, he finally found the records from his brother, and she had moved to Ohio to be with her son. When she was in a nursing home and she died there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And yeah. uh, and what did it, did you look at your hands or your body or anything like that and see what you were wearing? And were you translucent or were you physically, I mean, t- what was that like? For me personally? Yeah. Um, I really didn't have wearing facial uh, mm-hmm. I, I was able to do the same things that they were doing, but I didn't really, I don't, I didn't really wear like clothes. Um, that's something that happens in heaven. I didn't have all the gifts that mm-hmm. they experienced. Mm-hmm. But did you see your hands? Did you see, was it anything like physical or was it just? Yeah. Oh. No, no, I could see myself. I could see the, them as well. Because we're the same person on the other side that we are here. We always have been that person. We always will be that person. And so that's what you see. Interesting. And uh, um, you've written, you written two books. And then their mm-hmm. latest is The Vision of Heaven. And uh-huh. uh, tell us a little bit about that book. What made you write okay. the second book? This book, um, the actual title is Visions of Heaven, What My Near-Death Experience Taught Me About Eternity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's stories in, uh, of my experiences in heaven mm-hmm. and followed up by biblical references or information about the families that I saw what I saw, like you're talking about hands and and bodies and do they wear like angel clothes. I really think, you know, I really think that people think that angels have wings, but really it's just their their clothes that mm-hmm. billow out behind them. Mm-hmm. The angels. But here here's what the, my here's what publisher says on the back of my book and I think it's very um, I think it's perfect. After surviving a near-death experience, Jane's dreams turned to the divine. She began to experience visions of heaven 
and her family members who had already passed on. As her experiences changed her perception of the afterlife, she came to realize that death is not the end of existence and that the bonds we create here in mortality with our families really can last through eternity. And that was absolutely what I saw. There's something I want to ask you. It's a little personal. Have you ever experienced or seen just a glimpse of hell? Or is that doesn't exist? No, because that's for bad people to experience. <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and nor do I want to. <laughs> I know. You asked me that last time, and I, and I had to laugh because it's a valid question, but no, I never did, and I don't want to. Yeah, you probably yeah, you probably said no. I don't want to. I don't want to enter into hell. (laughs) But but anyway, um, um, I had the opportunity to meet you, and it was about eight years ago, and uh, um, and got to get a copy of your first book. I didn't get a chance to get this second book, but I I'm gonna crack you down on that one. And um, the first book is amazing. I was like, wow. You know, those stories, it gives comfort. It gives hope and comfort that there's more than than just why are we here, you know, existing. And and why are we walking around? And, and, you know, it gives me comfort that I don't have to be afraid to die, you know. There is life after death. And and we had mortal life as well. Mm -hmm. So we've always lived with God. We have the opportunity to go back and live in his paradise. And that's the kind of father he is. He wants his children to return home and experience everything he has to offer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and you said that you saw, I, I find it fascinating, like ice cream and and, mm-hmm. and you guys swimming and your hair is still perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's like or a, swimming. Yeah. But... <laughs> or water skiing. And also, um, when his mom cook. She was. She didn't have to have a cookbook. She didn't have to go to the store. He would just kind of like reach up to a pretend shelf and pull down the ribs, and then here comes the barbecue sauce, and here's the grill. So there and is said, meat. There's meat on the other side. You know what I mean? There's... What you want to eat? Hmm. Interesting. Why would he let you experience that here and then take it away from you? Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. He's our Heavenly Father, our Father in every sense of the word, and a Father that cherishes us for his children, and he wants us to have everything we want to have. Mm-hmm. What was the tree? Oh, the flowers. I've always heard that the flowers sing to you, and I thought, how but, could that be? Let, that... let me explain just one flower. I saw this rose, and this rose was swaying and loving had music and it was reaching and loving the Lord and everything about it was the colors were you don't even have earthly colors to describe it the music the music was soft simple loud everything you would want music from an angel to be only it was a flower and that flower had lived on earth before because it had a Every living thing has a spirit. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, 
what about did you see like green grass did you see mountains sure mm -hmm. and um and you see i would experience what they were experiencing it, it wasn't something outside i mean i could say oh i see mountains and all of a sudden i would see that if they were skiing that's what i would see mm -hmm. if they were um snowmobile snowmobiling that's what i would see what about, Only what, about what? what about moving? Do they walk or did they move? Um, they can do everything. And a perfect example is after Richard and I did his parents um, work in the temple, which is an LDS thing. But after we did their work in the temple, mm -hmm. I saw them that night in a dream. And they showed me the suitcase and said, guess what? Thanks to you, we get to move. We're going to live with Jesus. And, and, she, and she said, I have everything packed. She had this little tiny suitcase. Mm -hmm. And I said, everything is in that little suitcase? And she said, yes. She opened it and there was everything. Hmm. Interesting. And, mm -hmm. um, but, so you get to see your friends and your family and, and is there like a lot of harmony with people? You know what, every, they celebrate everything. They have parades for everything. If a baby gets a new tooth, they have a, a parade. If okay. the, somebody graduates from college, they get out all of the balloons and have the, have the best party you can imagine. I mean, they celebrate everything. Uh, they love their family. They're always in touch with us. The veil for them is is clear. They can see us, but we can't see them. They can hear us. So one of the messages Jesus wanted me to make sure I share is your loved ones can hear you. So talk out loud. It's not like the Lord where but can they, they can see read you? your mind. Hmm? Can they see you? Yes. They can see you too. Mm -hmm. Wow. And um, the veil is, but you understand if, the veil. But what right? if, what, Jane, what if you're sad? You're really sad. What? I said, what if you're experiencing sadness down here? You're sad. You're hurt. What's it, what do they do on the other side? Are they sad with you or what? They're, they're learning. They're teaching. They're having fun. Yeah, I understand that, but what I'm trying okay. to say is, um, you know, that's sweet that they're all happy and everything, but what if mm -hmm. you're experiencing on earth, like say for me, for me example, I'm experiencing mm -hmm. sadness and mm -hmm. is someone sad for me up there or? Yes, yes, okay. yes, and they pray for you. Wow. And, and if you if you close your eyes and you go out in the middle of the forest and just start breathing, hold out your hand, I can actually feel their hand. And I think you can, too. They are with you. If you're sad, they're sad. If you're happy, they're happy. They pray for you always. If you're in a dangerous situation and the Lord knows it's not your time, they can keep you safe. Mm -hmm. There have been many times when Richard and I have been in the motorhome going to a book signing tour and all of a sudden I'd say slow down Richard there's a deer coming and if we hadn't slowed down we would hit that deer and probably told him mm -hmm. interesting and uh so th that's good to know that's good to know that there's spirits there keep us safe 
and there's people. Well, yeah, that they're watch always over your us. family. Yes. And they're always watching over you. And uh, mm -hmm. okay, there's something else I wanted to say. Well, say that somebody's in the process of dying. You know, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. there people there gathered around and wait for them to yes. come? Yes. They know when it's their time, and they're there to greet you and help you transfer to the other side. <clears throat> and once you're actually leaving your body and your spirit is moving on, maybe you're not all the way there, but you you start to see them, start to sense them, and you know that your family is there waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's that's good to know. And. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's probably a big party, huh? <laughs> and uh, I've heard there was somebody I met. I met. He, he hasn't been on my show yet. And he mentioned that, you know, he's seen people. He said the Savior took him someplace. And he's seen, mm -hmm. he's seen men with robes on. And they had a red tarsh around their waist. And, yeah. and they looked at him and said, okay, you, you know, you need to go back. It's, you're, not it's, you're not ready to come here. So he had mm -hmm. to go back, but he was taught some things mm -hmm. from the Savior. And I thought, I'm trying to find him to get on this show. But I talked to him about, you know, seven years ago. But I I find these things very, very fascinating, enlightened, and hope that yes. we're not yes. alone. And, you know, even when you're sitting in the dark, someone's watching you. And, uh, and with you, and praying for you, and loving you. And have you ever thought, what's it all about here on Earth? You're born and you die. Whoopee. You know, what's it all about? Well, it's all about going back to God. He sent us here to learn certain lessons. We learn those lessons, and then we return home. Mm -hmm. And each person has a different lesson to learn. Yes. And, um... um how how big is your the vision of heaven? Is it like thirty pages, sixty pages? Is it easy mm -hmm. reading? One hundred eighty one. It's pretty. Uh, I've had a lot of people tell me it overnight, and then I've had a lot of people tell me I enjoyed it so much I cried, I laughed, <laughs> I took my time. It's a hundred and uh huh. And do you have any books? Do you have any book signing, any places you're going to be at in the next couple months or anything um, this summer? Yes. I have the date yet. I was meeting with my publisher yesterday and we're working on Barnes & Noble and Deseret and uh, Walmart. Mm -hmm. my, my second book, this last one, it actually went viral within a week. Whoa. People are hungry to know about what happens when you die. Yeah, I kind of notice that even when I do my show and my listenership jumps so high. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is fascinating, curious, and it's interesting because you're more in depth. Your experiences were much more in depth. You were gone yes. for quite a while, and then you had more yes. later. But. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of them just have very little of that and they're just fascinating yes. with what little they have and they just will never forget it and they tell me kathy it's like you know these experiences they it's like it happened yesterday even though it was mm -hmm. 20 years ago or yes. 30 years ago yes and yes. do you feel the because same way do you feel the yes, same absolutely way? because that yes because that's your spiritual self 
um, going back to visit and to see God. And he, he, there are a lot of people who have had near-death experiences. And everybody is taught something different. Mm -hmm. But we all have some things that are in common. We all see the light. We all see Jesus. None of us want to go back. And yet we're told, nope, you're here to get a message. And we want you to go back and share it with the world. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is just fascinating. And um, a lot of them don't say they have to share it. They're just told it's not your time. You need to go back. Yes. Or they're shoved back. Or some of them get, you know, standing outside their room, but they recognize people and they know and they know who they've seen and, you know, tell the person, I've seen you talking to such and such. And that, mm -hmm. that kind of blows them away a little. <laughs> well, everybody has a different message and a different experience that Jesus wants you to have. Uh huh. And yeah. for me, it was to learn the message that there is life after death. This is just the beginning. We're just sitting here to learn certain um, things that the Lord wants us to learn. And then he brings us home. Right. Right. So We've always been his children. We will always be his children. And we are his children. When I think about that, my father is a God. Doesn't blow your mind. My father is a god. Mm -hmm. wow. But he had to be here somehow. There has to be some reason for why we're here. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. And uh, this is this is so mind-boggling. This is so cool. Well, we're going to go into a commercial break. Okay. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet, I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-9266. Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of Math Beast EQ'd. I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life. I'm Esther, co-founder of Head & Home Horse Rescue and Equine Therapy. We have a program called the Cavalry Club, where if you join, some of the benefits are you'll get to ride horses at a fraction of the cost. You'll also get awesome discounts on riding lessons and more. Cavalry Club membership is $75 per month per person. With the membership, you get a one-hour, 30-minute riding session every week unlimited supervised visits to the facility, discounted membership for family members who ride at the same time, discounted riding lessons, discounts for birthday parties or other events, and discounted tickets to Head & Home events. Come check us out on our website, headandhome.org, 
where you can see photos of our horses, come visit us to see them live. You can reach us at 801-254-1687. I'm Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Um, of course. Sitting, I'm sitting here with Jane Moe, and she's written the book, Visions of Heaven. It is her second book. So again, Jane, tell us again why you written this book. And oh, it is 181 pages. That's pretty big. That's a lot. <laughs> That's yeah, it's a lot of my experiences in heaven. And the reason I wrote the book is because the Lord asked me to share the message that I had learned in heaven, uh -huh. which is that there is an afterlife. We do have a father that loves us. He wants us to return to him. He sent us here because there are things we have to learn in order to journey to the next phase in our spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that was my message is to tell everybody to make sure that, you know, families can be together forever. Mm -hmm. And that your loved ones are always with you. Talk out loud to them because they can hear you. And tell them what you want them to pray for, and they'll pray for you. Can you imagine having all the angels praying for just what you want? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. now there, there is angels, and then there's our family. Uh, can you tell the difference between the angels and then, say, our grandparents or aunt and uncle? Well, I call them spirits. Um, some people call them angels, but they're actually people who lived on earth. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then there's something else too. I think I called you. Oh, it's a little while ago. I lost my yellow lab and I, it broke my heart. And I called you and I said, when I get to see my lab, you know, my lab was like my little partner was everywhere with me. And, yes. um, and you said, yes. And I mean, she died of old age. She lived longer than she should. And she was mm -hmm. on borrow time. I remember the vet telling me she's on borrow time. And because uh, they only lived to 13 years, but she lived a little longer. And uh, um, I miss her. I just wish they could live forever. But they, um, they do. They do live forever. <laughs> just not in the world that you're in right now. But that but your beloved dog still loves you. Is still a part of your life. And when you go to heaven, that dog will be waiting for you. I hope so. I'm holding you to it. Because if not, you I'm hope coming. so. Let's say it. Believe. Have faith. I'm going to come and track you down. <laughs> Let me tell you, what kind of a Heavenly Father would we have who loves us, who gives you a dog that you're patient about, who's your family, who follows you everywhere, and then when, when the dog dies, he's gone forever? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I have a lot of animals. I do. I have a lot of animals from all my, from my life growing up, and I love every single one of them. And they were, you know, my pals. But um, I and cats, and I, I know that some people have their favorite snake. <laughs> and to others, is there like creepy crawly things that you've seen, or is it just, you know, like a snake or, a, or a, I don't know lizard or something you know how people have their favorite stuff i i have seen every animal i ever had i had um south uh chameleons i had chickens you saw I chickens? Had horses. Mm -hmm. wow 
So that that's good to know. That's really good to know. And uh, but the, I there's something that really I need to ask you your experience. When you left your body, did you feel anything? Was it just a glimpse of moving out? Did you see? It didn't light? hurt at all. Nope, it didn't hurt at all. All of a sudden, I knew I was two people. I was a spirit, and I was uh, a body. Hmm. And I didn't even know, you know, the Lord says it happens in a twinkling of the eye. I really, I really thought it was still in the operating room table until I realized I was in the light. I was with the Lord. I was in heaven. I was seeing ancestors. And I knew that it was true. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, I went back into my body. That and hurt. Didn't even know it. Really? It, you didn't feel any pain? Okay. You know, Richard's dad described one time what it was like when he died, because he died um, suddenly. He said <clears throat> that all of a sudden he was <clears throat> he was in his body, and then he looked around and he saw his, his dad. And he couldn't understand why his dad was there. And he said to his dad, what are you doing here? And then all of a sudden he realized, because once you get to heaven, you're very smart and you know everything. <laughs> he realized that that he had died, but he said didn't hurt, didn't feel anything. And his family members were all waiting for him as he passed on. Mm. They were there to welcome him, to make the transition easy. They can't wait to show their family members heaven. To take them to all the neat places to do all the neat things you can do. Mm-hmm. Can you move really fast? Like, can you say you can be yes. in America and be in Japan in two seconds? Or is that yes. just really? No, I can. Yes, I can. Hmm. And... Because they're a spirit. And we are a world um, with gravity and with, with earthly restrictions. But they don't have that. They're in heaven. Mm-hmm. And can your, what about your vision? Is it sharp? Can you see things far away standing in one position? Um, I actually, when I see um, the stories that I'm supposed to see, actually like in a three-dimensional uh, uh, viewing, I, I can actually feel it, see it, live it. And it's just, it's as if I'm there. What about reading a book? I, somebody told me that, yeah, you can read a book in, in like five minutes, like a real thick book. <laughs> well, if that's important to you and that's what you want to do in heaven, I'm sure you can. You zip through it really fast. And you, mm-hmm. you can feel, you can, um, the characters, you can, you know, like someone written a book and it's in the library. <laughs> If you, know. we sit, if you were to sit down and write everything you'd like to do in heaven mm-hmm. when you die, mm-hmm. that's what you can do because it's your heaven. Hmm, interesting. And uh, so, you know, you've written this second book. What made you write this second book? Um, actually, I didn't want to. My husband talked me into it because he wanted me to share more stories. My first book, as you know, was a lot about the ancestors who had died and the stories and the visions that they shared. Mm-hmm. The second book is about my personal experiences in heaven. And I share what it was like when I died. I share what it was like when I saw Richard. I share what it was like when I 
my ancestors, what it was like to see family members that I didn't even know existed. And they would share details about their life. So that when I came when I back when I came back and I actually would look in like ancestry.com, mm-hmm. everything that I saw is everything they are. They didn't change. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Have you seen- We're always the same person. Mm-hmm. So do you feel that I don't know, if you have a bad attitude, you're bringing your bad attitude with you? <laughs> can you change it when you're on the other side? Or can you just... Of course. You can change? Of course. You can be... Well, what, what, would, you, what would you have a bad attitude about? I don't know. You're you're mad that I don't know. You could be mad because you didn't make it to work on time or something. I don't know. But you got in a car accident. (laughs) In heaven, there's the Lord is always teaching you, Uh and you're always learning. So I'm sure if you have a bad attitude, He'll teach you how to get a good one. Mm -hmm. What is what is the Savior like? What does He look like? Okay. To me, he had bluish green eyes. He had a short beard. He had kind of the hair of his of his era. But he he looked at you. It's not like you and I looking at each other. He looks at you with absolute love. There's no judgment. There's no faults. He looks at you like I love you. You're my family. You're perfect. I love you. And the eyes, eyes follow you everywhere. And you know he's part of your life. And he can talk to you and me and love you and me and everybody else in the world at the same time and never leaves us. Unless you tell him to. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And um, and he said that you saw him with children. And, and mm-hmm. uh what were the and were they little children or they well they were all ages all ages and he would <clears throat> take one he would take one child at a time onto his lap but yet he'd have a million kids on his lap but he would take one pay attention to that one listen to him talk to him they would play with his hair and his beards the kids do and he would stroke their hair and love them and listen to them as if they're the only person in the world as if you've never ever been listened to before. He, you, he, you have his absolute attention, even though he has billions of people who have the same thing. What about? Um, have you seen anything with spirits that come home that have been abused, hurt? You know. Um, yeah, I can share a story about Richard's cousin. So Richard's cousin Paul. Um, was smoking in bed and caused the death of his dad and himself. Mm-hmm. One time, um, Richard's mom said, oh, Paul's here. He's finally here. And I said, what do you mean, Paul? Paul's here. And she said, well, we don't know where he's been, but his dad's been here ever since the book died. Mm-hmm. So I told Richard about it, and he said, you know, that makes sense because he was the one that caused the accident. I have no idea what Paul was, but I have a feeling he was learning about not to smoke in bed. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they do help you overcome your weaknesses that you have here. 
Is that correct? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. It's all about God has a reason why he wants us to learn and know. And I really think that, you know, at some point, we'll... We will move on to having spiritual children. It's probably going to sound weird. Or or being a god or a goddess. Mm -hmm. And have families just like our god does. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to learn. It'll take forever. But I really think that there's a method to the madness. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, And the Lord is all about families. So, of course, that makes sense. I'm concerned about those who died, who suffered, you know, um, a horrible death to mm-hmm. someone who's been abused and hopefully they find peace and comfort and, you know, and what I saw was when, again. like when somebody's murdered mm-hmm. and they're taken out of their life, all of a sudden the person who's murdered, they, it, it, you know, it takes them a minute to understand wait what happened what happened what happened and so um maybe it might take an hour a minute a day to actually transition into the next life but that's all about what happened to them Mm -hmm. interesting and then their families there to give them more support Um, yes that is really cool and uh, when you were, you said that you died for, what, three and a half minutes? Well, I was actually, when the doctors were working on me for three and a half minutes, but it felt like, and I experienced three and a half years, because the time in heaven is not the same as the time here. Yeah, that's where I noticed that people experience such amazing stuff in a minute or two. And i like, yes. how can you experience all this in two minutes? You know, yes. and yes. why is life down here so long? Have you ever asked a question about that? Why are we here and, you know, our minutes are like forever, you know? Um, well, it's all about what the Lord wants us to learn. And, you know, you can't learn it in an hour, a minute, a day, a year. Mm-hmm. If you think about everything that you've learned from the time you were a baby until now, how could you put it in a book? I mean, there's so much. And yet, every story, everything that happens, every event has taught you something. Good, bad, hmm. indifferent. But you've learned something. Wow. Yeah, that's that's true. And uh, this, The Vision of Heaven, and what was the first book that you've written? It was called? What Heaven is Like. What Heaven's Like. What and- Heaven is Like. And this one has really went viral for you. Yes. And yes. you um, really, I noticed on um, Amazon and then there was another book place I went to too. You were, you were way up there and, you know, you know, a 4.9, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought, dang, that's pretty good for us listeners <laughs> and, and readers who, uh, who are following you. But um, so um, three and a half minutes, and then when you came back to your body, your eyes were open, and you um, saw your family, and you start telling your husband, you know, quickly, yes. or you just had to wait a little bit to start telling him. 
Say that again. I, I didn't hear you. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Oh, when you were back in your body, did you start telling your husband immediately or? As soon as I came out of anesthesia, well, I was, because I was dead, they, they actually kept me in recovery for a while. As soon as I came out of recovery, <clears throat> okay. Richard was allowed in there because obviously I had a, a, you know, traumatic experience. He rushed up to my gurney and he said, Jane, Jane, what happened? I was so worried about you. And I said, well, it's not your dad. <laughs> and he's like, what? Yeah. He, he said, are you okay? <laughs> that is so yeah. funny because I would say that. I would be looked down at you like, are you okay? If you said, I saw your mother. I'm like, okay <laughs> you know and um but anyway but what about your other family members uh are they some more supportive with you now because of the things that you've seen yes my family members i can feel my family members around me i can i talk to them out loud i the ones here on earth to... the ones here on earth are they more supportive with you they are now yeah, because I, I have told them details about their family <clears throat> or their dog or their cat or their loved one that I could not have known unless I met them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when you met your husband's father, mm -hmm. what was that? I mean, that was probably pretty cool when you have never met him here on Earth. And no, and he, he explained to me that, then see, the night before the surgery, I was praying to, to Jesus, and then, because I know Richard's dad had died in the same kind of surgery I was having, I asked him to put a good word in for me, <laughs> and he said that's why Jesus sent him to talk to me, because of my faith. Wow, and uh, that that is really comfort to know, and uh and you did you see anybody else like you know any of the um prophets of old you know like abraham isaac and jacob or anything like that have you seen no, anybody no but that wasn't part of the lesson that i needed to learn i already believe that they were real I already believes in their stories i think people that have near-death experiences and meet the prophets of old actually don't understand the bible they don't they really need to be introduced to a real person Mm -hmm. And uh, and these people are the age. Oh, what about the height? You know, have you seen anybody that was small end up being a different height? Everybody is what they want to be. Hmm. Can you can okay? So some people die and they've had diabetes and they lose their leg. And I get a lot of questions about that when I do a talk. Uh -huh. And on the other side, you're perfect. There is no. Uh, diabetes there is um disease mm -hmm. you're perfect you're perfect the way you were and the perfect again hmm. interesting and uh and the grass the trees and what about yeah the trees have you seen trees a lot of trees yes oh yeah yes trees gardens waterfalls mm -hmm. everything that you see here i saw there only the colors are are different. It's hard to describe what a red is like. A red is like breathtaking. And it, and it lives and it moves and it talks to you and it sings to you. And it's not just red, it's heaven red. 
<laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> Having red, I have no clue. Um, and you saw many other colors. And see what else. And what about this? The sky was the sky pretty, and you know. Well, in the heaven there is no sky. There is no bottom. There's no end. There's there's no beginning, no end. Everything there is what it is. Um, when they talk it, about garden. Do you see anybody uh -huh. working in the garden? No. Maintaining it? No. No. I see the flowers and the plants giving glory to the Lord, loving him, praising him, living for him, singing to him. It's all about the Lord. Mm -hmm. And what about the streets? What was the streets the like? The streets? Uh-huh. Like streets? Uh-huh. Like the streets. Uh -huh. No, there's no streets. It just is what it is. Because I've heard people tell me that the streets were paved, you know, very pretty and, you know, what they Well, see. that might be what they had to learn or what they saw. Everybody's heaven is different. Everybody's lesson is different. I didn't see streets. I saw Ice Cream Alley. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that because I, you know, if I get on the other side, you see me eating an ice cream cone and, you know, Kathy, you made it. You, you're eating your favorite ice cream. I love chocolate. So I'm a chocolate yep. freak. But anyway, Okay, well, you have all the chocolate you want. <laughs> no, I would say that's a little bit much. But anyway, um, and uh, so that was, that's really fascinating. And uh, I look forward to, I please forget everybody's listening. I did not get a chance to read her second book, but her first book is amazing too. So I can't even imagine what this vision of heaven is. And I'm going to be getting that in the next 24 hours. So it's all the details you want to know about heaven. <laughs> that's what, and you, and it went viral. That yes. is so awesome. It just, you were probably just going like crazy, getting another order and then another order. <laughs> well, my publisher did. Yeah. Yeah. Just, taking care of you very very well well i am so excited to have you on my show it was so fun and i always love your questions <laughs> you challenge me and you make me think <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry i've been doing it you know, it's forever good. It's good. i've been doing it's good i'm supposed to share that my lessons yes and it was so wonderful to have you on and thank you so much jane for being here with me and if you write another book you gotta come back to okay come well back. thank you Kathy and thank you again and for everybody else there listening to my new show Near Death Experience I'd like to thank you as well and uh, until then until next week have a great day <laughs>